Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Vancouver Accounting Experience, the podcast for accounting students and aspiring CPAs. This is your host, Adrian Law, accounting coach and mentor. And in this episode, the podcast, I'm just really excited to share some thoughts I have after meeting some accounting students, become students and networking with them over the last week. Um, and then generally been from... UBC, University of British Columbia, either accounting club or the executive mentorship program. So I've met a bunch of extremely excited individuals and had an opportunity to share some of my experiences, lessons learned with them. And I'm really excited to share those lessons learned with you two as well on this episode. So let's get straight into the podcast. Welcome to the Vancouver Accounting Experience the podcast where accountants share their stories, their careers, their experiences, and their special moments of inspiration they encountered along the way to their professional designation. And now your host, Adrian Law. All right, so season two of the Vancouver Accounting Experience is almost coming to an end as we approach December. It's been a very good year so far. Um, haven't been able to get as many guests as I have in the past or as I would like. Um, just really busy with work and, uh, you know, reaching out to guests. It, it takes a lot of time, but maybe we'll do that, um, you know, in future in future seasons. Um, but in this episode of the podcast, I just like to be able to share some of my thoughts after having met some students, um, accounting students, and those also interested in accounting but not really sure. I'll break down um, some of those uh, sessions that um, I got involved in. It's always great to meet new young students who are, you know, at the very beginning of their career, right? Reminds me of uh, where I was at, um, although I had a bit of a different experience. So let's get right into it. Uh, What is my advice? Well, I mean, let me start. Um, I mentioned I'd met some students from UBC, University of British Columbia here in Vancouver, BC. Um, On one event, it was an accounting industry night. So I was joining a panel of industry professionals who were there to really share our experiences with accounting students, become students, and, you know, have an opportunity to network with them, meet with them, answer their questions. So that was one part uh, in the middle of the week. And then on the end of the week, last Friday, I was involved in a session with the uh, EMP, the Executive Mentorship Program. That is where mentors from all kinds of industries, marketing, sales, you know, high-tech industry, whatever uh, industries that um, students might be interested in, professionals from those industries are paired with a student um, in a mentor-mentee relationship. And there was also some time during that event to network and meet other students, answer their questions. So, There was a bit of a theme in the questions that were asked and from the students that I had met. Um, So three things come to mind, really. The first one is, looking back at my past, I wasn't, you know, I I don't think I was in a place where I could have been an accountant uh, back in my second or third year of university. I, I, I was really one of those people who matured quite late <laughs> and didn't really have any direction and didn't really know how to like seek out guidance. Um, I really wish I'd been part of a 
mentorship program or an industry 90% but I just really never really had it together I was kind of like like I said late bloomer you know didn't really have a lot of friends or got involved in university or really had any like focus and didn't grab the reins of my career so I was also extremely shy and didn't really know how to like go out and just talk to people so I think I wasn't you know when I was like 20 years old I wasn't in the place where I could have been uh, even an accountant, even if I wanted to, I, I don't think I really had the skills to secure that kind of job. And um, so I think for me, um, you know, just looking at a lot of young students now, I think a lot of them that I met were extremely well-spoken, presented really well, asked good questions. And uh, so, I mean, obviously, those guys are ahead of the game from where I was. So that was probably me being a slow bloomer. Um, but um, I think the good thing is my parents never really forced me to, into anything. And um, I think a lot of the conversations I had with students is it's kind of like a foregone conclusion that uh, they're in university and they had to pick something and that was going to be like their career. So drawing from my own experiences, I would say, and my advice to those listening out there who are students is that um, you can have a degree and not necessarily pursue that as like your career. I mean, that's what I did. I had a Bachelor's of Arts in Architectural History, essentially, because that was a subject I was interested in at the time. I didn't really do any research, well, a lot of the kind of jobs that were out there. It was just something that really interested me, and I was interested in a lot of like the different humanities so English literature, philosophy, history, those kinds of subjects was something I thought really was um, very appealing to me. And I didn't really have a lot of courses in business at all. Um, but I was interested in something like pure sciences. So, I mean, that's how I went through university because I didn't necessarily think it was something that you got you got a degree just to get a job. Like for me, it was more about personal development, mental cultivation, so that you're able to think critically and understand all of the humanities that are out there, right? Things that make humans humans, right? And um, so that that was part of my education. I'm very, very grateful for that. But in terms of practicality, it definitely wasn't going to get me a lot of like job offers. But if you're one of those people who are in a BCom or you know have, are going through an accounting degree, and you're not sure still what's for you, there's nothing wrong with that. Take your time. I mean, my advice to a lot of students is if you're not sure, don't just jump in into like a career, especially if that's something your parents might be pushing you to. You know, I've talked to some people who were like, oh, their grandfather was an accountant and their parents were both accountants. And so there's a lot of pressure for them to be accountants. I mean, parents kind of want what they think is best for their kids. But ultimately, you know, if you're 20 years old, you're an adult, you can make the decision for yourself. It might be um, not something your parents want. It might cause a little conflict. But I think you something if you communicate that to them, it might help open their eyes. And But ultimately, you have to kind of decide for yourself. And if you're unsure, there's nothing wrong with taking some time off. And my advice is to always not take more school because you have nothing else better to do right you definitely don't want to just roll from a degree into like a master's program or go for a phd because you have nothing else better to do that is very time consuming and very costly and a master's may not necessarily 
doubled your chances of getting a job. So I would say if you're unsure, you know, don't really know what kind of career you want, go out into the workforce and go try a bunch of different careers. Try being, you know, if you're interested in, let's say, three to five things, photography, travel, uh, working as a marketing assistant or a finance analyst or becoming a nurse, let's say, those things, go out and try all of those things, you know, try and make a living or take some pictures, right? That's that's a photographer or, you know, go travel and uh, put together like a blog and YouTube videos, right? Or go see if you can't... Uh, do some volunteer work with, with a financial analyst or go, you know, takes, take some sort of, um, uh, I don't know what, if there's an internship for like nurses or something. I mean, there's always something that you can do to see if you would like that job or that career. Uh, if n anything else, just take time away, go travel or just go work, whatever it is. I think working just gives you so much life experience um, you know, if you have the opportunity to move out of your house, live on your own, pay your own bills, pay your own phone bill, you know, uh, all those things are real life skills that will help you mature and be independent and have a sense of responsibility because, you know, really you have nothing else to fall back on. Right. Whereas if you kind of get into a master's and your parents agree to pay for that and you're still living at home. So you're still really being protected from the realities of the world. So I'm always definitely uh, someone who's going to advise you to either go travel if you have the money, if not work and save up the money or just work and try a bunch of different jobs. I think that's very good advice. So doesn't mean if you're in university means once you graduate, you have to just get into um, the career that your degree was focused on. So that's advice number one um, for those who are essentially unsure. Advice number two for those who are um, thinking about accounting and, uh, I'm, you know, I always have the questions about what could improve their chances of becoming like an accountant or you know what what was my experience going through university like uh, really I never took any accounting courses I went I graduated from university and I spent you know eight nine ten years working as a cook totally unrelated and it was those experiences as a cook that made me who I became uh, to have all of these soft skills so I'm always talking about soft skills and because I think that's kind of like um, it builds foundation of the individual, I think, to become a good CPA, right? a trusted business advisor. By the way, if you hear any noise in the background, it's my cat's fighting. <laughs> um, but um, really, it's it's me working in a really, really tough restaurant industry and just slogging it out, getting yelled at, but being responsible for my station, learning how to prepare food and being on time and working together as a team and communicating and then failing and being yelled at and is the pressure of the kitchen and, and uh, all of that was really made me who I became. And I think that helped me uh, in my you know accounting career because all of those soft skills, teamwork, leadership, organizational skills, having a bit of a drive and initiative, um, communication, uh, all of that is really transferable. And um, so, 
for those in university, I, I would say don't try and just take more courses. Try and develop your soft skills. Those will always be translatable. Whether or not it's just sim- as simple as working in McDonald's, very valuable experience. Or you know, if you don't really have the time, you can always volunteer or do an internship or you know, just hanging out with like an accounting club, being a being, you know, an executive or something, all of those things are definitely going to be translatable skills for whatever future career that you're going to be taking off, you know, depending, you know, it doesn't really matter if it's accounting or not accounting, whatever career you're going to be going to or job, those kinds of soft skills are always going to be playing a big part. And it's something like I would definitely like look for someone if I'm hiring and, and going to be mentoring someone. So for me, like I said, I didn't really have any of those skills as a 20-year-old in university, second or third year or whatever. And it took me a really, really long time to develop those skills. So that's definitely something I would recommend to students who are really keen to get a head start on their career, develop those soft skills. It could even be as simple as you know, traveling somewhere by yourself within BC or volunteering with, you know, the SBCA or um, there's all kinds of different experiences that you can get that are low cost that can really, really help you. And it just makes you a better presenter. You, you communicate better. You do better in your job interviews. You do better in networking. People will, you know, focus on you. They'll pay attention. And, um, all that is great because it really kind of rounds out your personality. You know, you're able to talk a bit about your experiences, what it is you want, what excites you about a certain career. All of those things will get you noticed and get you into a job interview and seal the deal, right? So that's ultimately what you're looking for when you're listening to this kind of a podcast. It's like, how can I kick off my CPA career? How can I become, you know, an accountant in the industry? Well, this these are all kind of like the first steps. It's not necessarily just studying harder in your classes, right? Because I remember talking to a student is that, you know, classes, university are good, but they're kind of um, insulated against like real world experience right i think the cpa program is a bit more practical because it's it's case based and you're doing in tandem with your work and it's it's kind of like um it kind of leverages back and forth so i think that is very good oftentimes university courses and i could be wrong it's been a while since i've been in university it's been almost 10 years since i took the dab program so i've been out of it so correct me if i'm wrong but generally a lot of that is you have a textbook you have material you're going through the technical pieces you're memorizing and you're writing either a multiple choice or a short answer and then there's a midterm and a final so that is not as practical as not as realistic um, for me, I'm always looking for like the individual, right? If I can work with someone, find someone who has a good attitude, has a lot of good soft skills, emotional intelligence is definitely one of those soft skills I will look for. And a bit of like responsibility, leadership, and good communication. All those other technical skills can be taught, right? It's, it's not necessarily one of those things that is as um, a skill that is so far removed from uh, from like the general population. It's not like, you know, the highest level hockey players or something like that. There are a lot of accountants there who can learn the technical skills. And the technical skills are always changing anyways. And there's a lot of like um, AI accounting automation that's kind of like coming. So a lot of those technical skills will probably start to go and you, you really need individuals with 
a lot of good soft skills and ability to problem solve and and uh, kind of find uh, solutions and recommend different courses of actions to senior management, put it get together in the report, talk about the pros, talk about the cons, make a recommendation. That is the value to an organization that an accountant can bring, right? So soft skills, soft skills, soft skills. It's always going to be something that's I'm always going to be pushing to like the forefront. And as I mentioned, you know my background a little bit now. It's something that was seriously lacking from me when I was that age. So that's that's just me. I mean, for me personally, the big breakthrough was when I moved out of my parents' house, really, and moved on to campus and took out a student loan to pay for my accommodations on campus. And that's where I really broke out of my shell, my kind of like shyness shell, really. And I was forced into like the real world because, you know, if, if I didn't work part-time and, and pay for, for my, I guess, student housing rent and tuition, I would have been out. And uh, I took those opportunities um, to get involved in everything I could. So I got involved in whatever, the ski club, the student association. Uh, there was all kinds of like different leadership groups that I got involved in university, and that really helped me break out of my shyness shell and, and start to become a bit of the person that you know, I am a bit today. So that's my second piece of advice. Third piece of advice you know, if you're one of those people who I know accounting's for me, I know I want to get into the CPA program. Doesn't really matter if it's going to be public practice or industry. Um, you know, there's all kinds of questions about those two options, and then it is it going to be a large firm, small firm? The differences between a big company, small company, the opportunities, the speed in which you can progress. You know, it's really individual dependent. Um, I've been through both public practice in the big four and in industry. Uh, from internal audit to manager of financial reporting to controller where I am now. And um, so there's all kinds of different experiences. It all depends. It doesn't mean one is best suited for one individual. You can change it. You can change and you can explore. You can try different tracks, right? Maybe you don't like tax. Maybe you like finance. And maybe you don't like finance now, but maybe you like finance in the future. Maybe you like small companies, large companies, huge enterprises. There's all kinds of different experiences for everyone. And um, so it takes a bit of an experimentation. There's nothing wrong with trying. Generally, I've if I had to do it again, and this is a question that came up in one of the networking sessions, if I had to do it again, I probably would go public practice all over again. I think it's worth it. I think it's worth the effort to try and get into public practice because there's a lot of things that you can build upon what I had just talked about previously soft skills I think that is going to be you're going to have to be at the height of your capabilities and uh, in terms of presentation and communication and being able to charm the hell out of people <laughs> to get a top-notch public practice job um, but I think it's worth I think it's worth the um the uh, pre-approved program route and the experiences that you get, just the collegial feel that you have with all of like the peers that are going to be starting at the same time. Um, there's nothing wrong with going through industry if that's for you. Um, it's definitely not going to be as um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't really know what the word is. It doesn't really have that kind of like exciting feel. I don't think. Just probably because of, like the size. Um, and the resources that you might have. I mean, you might be a junior accountant or senior accountant in an organization working together 
you know, in like a small team of people of like different ages and different stages of the career, right? So it doesn't really have that exciting collegial feel. You don't have like, you know, five, six, seven different clients that you're changing all the time. You're switching different teams. You're forming teams. You're moving away from teams. You're working in teams. It's exciting. Everyone's working late nights and uh, you're all going for a goal. There's high highs and there's low lows. So a lot of that I do kind of miss even though that takes a lot of time and the work-life balance probably is not as great as an industry. But if I had to do it again, and if I were, you know, 22 or 24 all over again, I would definitely, I would definitely recommend uh, the public practice route. But hey, that's just me. You could be a bit different. There's nothing wrong with trying, right? So this is where, like I said, there's always the experience is very important because it gives you some input. If you don't take action and try something, you'll never know what you like. So go out there and don't worry about mistakes. Go volunteer or take an internship with one of the big four firms or go out on LinkedIn. Pick a few people who work in the industry that you think you might like across a variety of different roles that they might have. Reach out to them on LinkedIn. Ask if you can't do a networking session for 20 minutes or or informational interview for half an hour. Be organized, reach out to them, be extremely professional, show that you are able to, you know, put together this info interview, right? A couple of questions, sending that by email, being prepared, you set up the calendar invite, and you can ask questions. And the more questions you have, the more experiences you seek out. And if you can get some of those volunteer internship co-op whatever it is, it only helps, gives you more input so that you can make the right decision for yourself. And if you make a mistake, who cares? You're going to be in like your early 20s or even early 30s. That's the time to make mistakes. And you can make mistakes for 10 years when you're 20 years old and be 30 years old. And uh, if all your decisions were all mistakes, well, you'll still be 30 five years younger than when I changed careers at 35 and started my accounting career. So there you go. Hopefully you feel good about that. All right, guys. So just to recap, um, nothing wrong with taking your time and figuring out what career you want. You know, just seek out those experiences, right? Not more school. Uh, that's advice number one. Advice number two is always look for opportunities to develop your soft skills, all of them, the whole spectrum of them. Um, because it's all translatable to your future career. And uh, number three is, um, if you don't know, go out and ask the questions, network, seek out resources, do some research. Once again, the experiences, the networking, the personal development, the inter, you know, the, the kind of like interpeople relationships. That's essentially what accounting all is. Because as an accountant, you're going to have to develop relationships with a whole bunch of like different people all across the organizations, right? It's a lot of people just think numbers. Well, it's more than just numbers because um, it's people that drives the organization. And then while you have to capture the transactions in terms of numbers, it's really speaking to people to understand the kind of the underlying meaning behind all those business transactions and how people are going to be using your reports and recommendations to make business decisions, right? So like all kind of like ties in. Anyway, I think that's probably good for this podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to send them to me by email. It's adrian at adrian-law.ca or even better, DM me directly on LinkedIn. I'm always answering my DMs and, uh, you know, the people who have the courage and the, uh, and the um, 
what do you call it, at least have the gumption or enthusiasm or initiative to reach out to me on LinkedIn, I pretty much always do end up speaking to them and giving them my time. And, you know, even a one or two have said I do have some pretty good advice. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so there you go. All right, guys, um, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hope it brought a lot of value to you. Um, and uh, until next time, um, have a great week and we'll talk real soon. All right, bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to follow, rate, and share the podcast. Tune in next time when your host, Adrian Law, delves into the wonderful world of Vancouver accounting experience.